0: It's Wednesday, May 18th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the congressional hearing on UFOs, more details about the Buffalo shooting, and the lifting of some restrictions on Cuba. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. For the first time in over 50 years, a congressional hearing took place regarding the military's experiences with UFOs, or what are now being called UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena. Yesterday, Pentagon officials testified before a House subcommittee in an attempt to bring a level of transparency to the topic that has otherwise remained notoriously private within the government. They revealed that the number of UAPs reported by military members has reached around 400. An intelligence report released last year regarding data from 2004 to 2011 had the number at more than half that, at 144. Officials suspect that it's thanks to that report for others feeling more comfortable coming out with their experiences. Nowhere in the report refer to aliens or extraterrestrials, but simply unidentified experiences. They even showed a couple videos to show the type of reports they're investigating. They claim most are quick, blurry, and hard to make out, hence the difficulty in figuring out what they are. Some possibilities thrown out there were drones, reflections from camera lenses, and even balloons. Some lawmakers in the subcommittee expressed concern over the lack of conclusions. Regardless of the possibility of life outside of Earth, some worry if these objects could be from forces here, like maybe China or Russia, and that not knowing is a form of national security. Here is some of the hearing between the subcommittee members and the Pentagon officials. Chairman Schiff,
1: Chairman Carson, Ranking Member Crawford and committee members, uh, thank you very much for the opportunity to be here today to highlight the ongoing work of the Department of Defense uh, regarding unidentified aerial phenomena. Since the early 2000s, Uh, we have seen an increasing number of unauthorized and or unidentified aircraft or objects in military-controlled training areas uh, and training ranges and other designated airspace. Reports of sightings are frequent and continuing. We attribute this increase in reporting to a number of factors, including our work to destigmatize reporting, an increase in the number of new systems such as quadcopters and unmanned aerial systems that are in our airspace, uh, identification of what we can classify as clutter, mylar balloons, and other types of, uh, of air trash, and improvements in the capabilities of our various sensors to detect things in our airspace.
0: After the public hearing, a classified session took place where the officials and the subcommittee discussed the military's technological capabilities and limitations in determining these phenomena. Yesterday, President Biden and the First Lady visited Buffalo, New York, where the mass shooting took place over the weekend. They visited a memorial near Topps Market, where the attack unfolded that killed 10 people and wounded three others. Biden also met with the victims' families, the first responders, and spoke during the visit.
2: What happened here is simple and straightforward. Terrorism. Terrorism. Domestic terrorism. Terrorism violence inflicted in the service of hate and the vicious thirst for power that defines one group of people being inherently inferior to any other group, a hate that through the media and politics, the Internet has radicalized, angry, alienated, lost and isolated individuals into falsely believing that they will be replaced, that's the word, replaced by the other by people who don't look like them and who are, therefore, in a perverse ideology that they possess and being fed lesser beings. I and all of you reject the lie. I call on all Americans to reject the lie. And I condemn those who spread the lie for power, political gain, and for profit.
0: The suspected shooter is currently being held by authorities and has been charged with first-degree murder. The 18-year-old is claiming he's innocent, but it's reported that it was at the scene of the crime that he surrendered. Authorities are also uncovering details of the suspect, including his months-long planning of the attack and an alleged 180-page manifesto where he refers to himself as a white supremacist and a believer of what's called the Great Replacement Theory. This theory promotes the idea that white Europeans are being replaced by non-white immigrants, with the result ultimately being the extinction of the white race. The manifesto also revealed his plans to continue the attack after the market, Apparently, he targeted this store and neighborhood specifically because of its black population. State and federal officials have said this appears to be a targeted hate crime. On Monday, the Biden administration announced that it was lifting some Trump-era restrictions on Cuba. These include lifting travel restrictions, increasing visa processing, and also reversing a limit on remittances, or how much money family members are allowed to send back to members still on the island. The U.S. will also allow flights to airports outside of the capital, Havana, where they were originally limited to only that city's airports. U.S. and Cuba relations have been in a delicate state for decades. In 1961, during the Cold War, the U.S. severed diplomatic ties with the communist nation, which was the case for decades until President Obama opened channels again in 2014. In 2017, President Trump put some restrictions back in place on top of some new ones, where now Biden is lifting some again. Cuba is currently facing an economic crisis, which includes food and medicine shortages, inflation, sanctions, and still recovering from the pandemic. Cuban migrants have joined the surge at the U.S.-Mexico border, with around 100,000 apprehended by border control since October. It's Wednesday, May 18th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like The News Diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode and leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want The News Diet to be as valuable as possible for you, so if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at The News Diet or directly to my email, feedback at thenewsdiet.com.